Good morning, Toronto, and welcome to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Jesse McDougall, and today we are going to a very ancient country, the cradle of civilization. We're going to talk about Egypt. To do so, we're going to interview U of T student Kareem. But first, let's get into some wonderful music on Tracks from Abroad. بديل مطلوب تسكت تموت او تعيش اسير عايش في اكبر سجن بس من جوايا حر حاضر هتعجب تكفي عني كل الشر الولاء للماضي افكار لينا صديقه كذب كاذب جوايا بياكل الحقيقه انعكاس تاريخ الزيف في المرايا واضح طوبى نكسر المرايا للحقيقه فاضح مستوريين من جوانا لو جسمنا كشف فنين طاب الحقيقه في الخيانه في وصف انهزامي وانهزم لكن انتصاري وانسرى الحقيقه فبركوها بحزن على كتاب اتحرق انا اللي ماتوا من سنه واللي قاتل ما انا السطور على الورقه انا اللي 
ولا انا اللي شعر شبهوته هو طالب ولا اللي ثابت مهما قال ومهما زودوا لاسا كلامك ما بيتفهم مطلوب منك السكوت تكون انسان بديل احساسك ما بيتوصف مطلوب تسكت تموت او تعيش اسير كلامك ما بيتفهم مطلوب منك السكوت تكون انسان بديل احساسك ما بيتوصف مطلوب تسكت تموت او تعيش اسير انت بتقول كرامه وهم يردوا بمانا Good morning, Toronto. You are listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. I'm your host, Jesse McDougall. Tracks from Abroad is an international music show where we bring on these international students. They talk about their country and about their music, sharing some stories from their corner of the world. Today, we're doing a show on Egypt for the very first time, and I'm sitting across from my guest. Why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Karim Hassan. I'm a second year uh, student at the uh, uh, University of Toronto and I just moved from Egypt uh, this year uh, because I did my first year online due to COVID. So yeah, I'm just adjusting here and I like it here so far. But I have a lot to tell you about Egypt. Yeah, okay, we're very excited. Um, I'll also say that it's funny the way I meet guests. So we met in an unusual way just a few nights ago. Get into that. How did we meet each other? Uh, we, met, we met each other playing basketball at uh, the University of Toronto basketball rims, which were in the streets. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You might think U of T has like, some nice facilities, but this was outside in the dark. We were just playing a little basketball, and uh, it's, yeah, funny how these interactions come up, but happy to talk about Egypt. So, Kareem, you were recently in Egypt. Can you tell us about that? Yes, I was in Egypt two weeks ago, uh, and it was during the month of Ramadan as well, uh, which is uh, an Islamic holiday where we fast for uh, 30 days uh, until the sun goes down uh, from the moment that the sun rises. Um, so it was just nice to be there uh, and have like the atmosphere. Everyone else was fasting and eating Egyptian food. It was more of like uh, what I'm used to compared to like being here in for the first half of Ramadan, uh, where it was just like me fasting alone, eating like Canadian food. So it was different. Yeah. Oh, it sounds much better. And is there any special music that gets played at Ramadan? Do people play like traditional music? Uh, yes. Yes. There is. There is this. Uh, yeah, there are some tunes that are played. They're just more of short tunes and like actual songs. What's bigger is uh, we have TV shows during Ramadan every every year where uh, an episode drops for every day of Ramadan. So it, it goes up to 30 episodes and everyone just tunes in to like so many shows. What kind of show? Uh, it's different types. There's drama, there's action, there's more like stuff about uh, real like... Uh, real things that happen around the world. Like, for example, there was one this year about uh, ISIS, for example, uh, and then how, like, they brainwash, like, uh, people who who basically, yeah. Uh, so that's does, is, does ISIS have a large effect on Egypt and that area of the world? Uh, not really. Not Mostly it's more Syria and Iraq and those areas. And uh, But, yeah, the show was just to, like, raise awareness. Sure. Yeah. There's a lot to get into here, but let's get to your music. What is one song that we can start with to open up the show? Uh, to open up the show, I suggest Tamali Maak. 
it's a nice calm song. Uh, it's old, good vocals. Yeah, I just, I, I love the song. Awesome. All right, let's get into that song. This is Tracks from Abroad. My name is Jesse. We are broadcasting from CIUT 89.5 FM today with Kareem talking about Egypt. <laughs>
صوتك بتكتب بكره بشروطك ببشرة خير وبنجع Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. My name is Jesse McDougall. Today we are with Kareem, talking about the country of Egypt for the very first time. Now, we just heard a very special song to you. You said it's one of the most well-known artists in all of Egypt. What was this song called, Kareem? 
the song was called Tamalli Maak, and it was by Amr Diab. And as I said, yeah, he's the most uh, known artist in Egypt. He's even known internationally because Egypt is like a sort of a media hub for uh, Arab countries in general. So uh, shows and music and movies in Egypt are well known throughout the Arab world. So yeah, I felt it. I should open it up with, as we call him, the mountain or Al Hadaba in Arabic. I felt like I should open it up with one of Egypt's most well-known artists. Okay, so for this guy, why is he well-known? Is he somebody who performs on TV? Would he do like a performance before a sports game? What does he do? Um, yeah, he, he, he does. He mostly does, uh, he does lots of live concerts where in Egypt when he does a live concert, you can't go anywhere. It's like the streets are like everyone, everyone's rushing to go to the concert. It's very, so much traffic. So, and yeah, he's mostly known due to being like a good vocalist, a good singer, and his longevity. Also, he's been making songs since the 90s, and he's still very well known doing very good music until now. Uh, so yeah, that's mostly why people listen to him. I have this question for you. Uh, we associate Egypt with the pyramids of Giza. Are the pyramids overrated or underrated? Have you ever seen them? What do you think about them? Uh, most people who go uh, would probably say it's overrated due to not knowing like the right things to do. Basically, they just go and like they're tourists, and then they they might not get the friendliest treatment by people people trying to sell stuff over there and things of that nature. But for like locals like me, uh, basically, basically I I like going there because. Uh, uh, not only locals, tourists can do this as well, but most of them just don't know know about it. Uh, you can uh, you can ride horses around the pyramids and stuff, which is very fun. So we usually go as a big friend group, ride horses, and if you don't want to do that, there you can also ride beach buggies around the pyramid site, which is like the sites there are like amazing, very nice to see, and then it's just a fun experience overall riding the horses. But the the thing that people dislike the most uh, is like there are lots of like people trying to get money from tourists and stuff over there. Uh, like trying to like just trying to sell you products in like aggressive in an aggressive manner so that isn't the best thing but overall I'd say it's underrated due to the fact that you can ride horses around it and I have this picture in my mind of the ancient Egyptians sort of building building their pyramid and they would never expect that you could drive around in a dune buggy around it's like clashing you know um What's the word? Anachronism or whatever. Anyway, um, these people who are selling their wares to tourists, um, is there a lot of that? Is there a lot of informal work going on? Yes, there is. Yeah, if we're, yeah, if we're being honest, there is a lot. Uh, they just try to sell you everything, so many services. And then if you're a tourist, they might try to raise the price since foreign currencies, uh, it's rare in Egypt and it's very powerful compared to Egyptian currencies. So... Yeah, there is a lot of that going on. Are these people of a lower class? Like, are they not quite as well educated that they have to sell? Uh, yes, to yes, they are. Most of them are, but uh, Egypt, the economy in general, like it, a lot of work like that goes on in Egypt. Like lots of informal work, uh, and just underground uh, black market sales are going on in Egypt. So these are just some examples of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, right now I'm talking to Kareem, who's a who's a Rotman student, Rotman Commerce. He got a big badge on his uh, on his. Anyway, Rotman. Um, so, talking speaking of economics, what is Egypt's economic situation like? 
uh, Egypt, unfortunately, currently, like a few months ago, uh, our our currency just became weaker, uh, devalued. Uh, so as a result, uh, everything like lots, everything's more expensive now because most things like require imported goods to be manufactured, basically. And then the Egyptian government's like banning imports now and stuff. So yeah, it's it's a lot harder to get a hold of uh, certain things now. Uh, but hopefully, yeah, I'm seeing. I think it's gonna get better soon. E in Egypt, we have uh, like we have very heavy street food, which can be bought for like very cheap. For example, you can buy liver and eat it for very cheap, and you can buy. We have an Egyptian dish called koshari, uh, which which most people like. They, they would be weirded out if they saw it, but it actually tastes amazing, and like all Egyptians love it. It's basically uh, like brown lentils uh, with brown rice, and then. Uh, there's macaroni over it, and then uh, there's this sauce that goes over it, which makes it taste amazing. And we also have, uh, I'm going on a tangent here. But we <laughs> no, also that's all right. I remember, <laughs> yeah. I remember you saying when we first met that you could buy food for like 20 cents. Yeah. Which is really inexpensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Food, water, every, chips, just, yeah, because most people, like, Egypt's a poorer country, so to make goods affordable for people, most things are a lot cheaper. And gas is a lot cheaper, for example, too. It's heavily subsidized. Yeah, so these are just examples of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of chips, are there any chip flavors that only exist in Egypt that you can't find elsewhere? Uh, yes, we have some. We have some crazy flavor. We have some, I don't know, there was this thing. It's like shishtawuk. Have you heard of shishtawuk? It's like this, <laughs> no, never. It's like this chicken, like, uh, it's just like in this. A skewer? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe it's related it kind to of the is. word shish kebab. Oh yeah, yeah. I've yeah, heard yeah. that word. No idea. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's yeah. Like it's it's yeah. It's necessarily it's similar. Yeah, yeah. It's similar to that. So we have a flavor of that. We have, uh, we have uh, what's it called? A chili with lemon flavor. Which yeah, I love that flavor. Yeah, it's it has like some spice, some lemon. Yeah, it has. It's a good flavor. And similar to the ketchup flavor here, we have a tomato flavor, which tastes exact. It's almost exactly the same, but just a bit less intense than the ketchup one found here. Well, yeah, it's funny. Speaking of ketchup chips, there's in the U.S. that doesn't exist. There's no ketchup chips, so that's like a Canadian specialty. But on that note, let's go back to your music. Is there a song that you can recommend for us? Uh, yes, for this time, I, I'll recommend a more cheerful song than the first one. Uh, Yanes, it's a song people love to love to dance to and listen to. It's it's a good mixture of good vocals and energy as well, good production. So yeah, this is this is the song I'd recommend for now. All right, let's get into it. We are talking with Kareem about the country of Egypt, and we will be back on Tracks from Abroad.
Jinawa, but I still do. Jiri, we rush, she asks, Manu. 
Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. My name is Jesse McDougal. Today we are talking about Egypt here with Kareem. Now, Kareem, I want to ask you about soccer, about football, Egyptian football. Do you guys really like that sport in Egypt? Yeah, in Egypt, football is the biggest thing. Like any, any, anyone from anywhere in Egypt, you'd find them loving uh, football. And we take a lot of pride in our national team as well as our local leagues. Uh, and personally, I've been to a game and the atmosphere there was like, it was like nothing else it was just the biggest sporting event that ever and it was like when the african Cup nations were in egypt and i felt i felt so much energy everyone was trying to get in the games and there were so many so many people and then the local for the local uh, leagues we have two major te- teams one's called ahli one's called zamalek and egypt's usually just like here people support teams mostly from where they're from but then in egypt mostly in cairo at least uh, you pick a side. It's either Ahli or Zamalek. And then most people support Ahli because they're the better team. Me personally, I'm a Zamalek fan. Yeah, I have the, I have the jersey with me and everything oh, here. Oh, man. Maybe we yeah. got to get a picture of that jersey. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so there's this guy, Mohamed Salah. Does he play for one team or the other, or what does he do? Uh, no, Mohamed Salah actually plays in Liverpool. Uh, he's one of the best uh, like players in the world right now. And... Uh, He's just Egypt's, he's Egypt's pride and everyone in Egypt loves him because he improves our image so much in front of like uh, different, different like uh, countries because he's a global superstar now. Uh, so uh, yeah, everyone, everyone in Egypt loves him and uh, like if, if, you, if you were to walk in the streets in Egypt, he wouldn't be able to. It's just, yeah, yeah. get mobbed. Yeah, exactly. He's just, try to yeah. Hug him or something. Yeah, yeah, everyone would try to hug him. And yeah, he's, he's just a superstar because he's very disciplined as well. So he's, a, yeah, and like he improves Egyptian image because most Egyptian stars who went to England before to play football, most of them didn't turn out the best. Most of some had discipline issues and things of that nature. But Salah has just been superstar doing everything right. And that's why we love him in Egypt. He's improving our image so much. Does he ever play on the World Cup team? Yes, he did. He did. He actually did play uh, in the World Cup team, and uh, 
there was this Egyptian player who basically, he scored a goal in the World Cup. He was the only Egyptian player to ever score a goal in the World Cup. And he was basically just, that was his talking point. That was what he was known for. He would just talk about it every day, every day, <laughs> on news shows and everything. But then Salah, he went to 2018 World Cup and he broke the record. He had uh, three goals, uh, which was two or three goals. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but he broke the record for sure, which was great for everyone to see and just to see our superstar perform with Egypt. Yeah, and we all love that. Now, Kareem, you went to school, you went to an American school in Egypt. So how did that go for you? Um, what, what sort of things did you learn? Maybe what sport of sports did you play at that American school? Uh, I actually, there I learned to play basketball. And since it was an American school, we learned a lot about, we had an Arabic social studies class where we learned about Egypt, which was necessary by uh, the Ministry of Education in Egypt. And then uh, we also learned about a lot about the United States itself being an American school. Like as an Egyptian, All I the had good parts. I'm guessing you didn't you didn't hear much about the bad parts. No, yeah, I learned mostly I learned most a lot about the history uh, of of the United States. But that was more when I was younger. And we also had the test, a geography test, where uh, they just gave us an empty United States map, uh, empty United States map. And then I just had to fill in all the states. And I remember I studied so hard for it. And I got, yeah, I got a good score. You on got that. a good score? Yeah. I okay, got good well, score. I'm from Vermont. Why don't you tell me the capital of my state? Uh, Montpelier is the capital. Yeah, 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 there you go. Okay. What else? How about Texas? Uh, Texas, Austin, Texas. Austin. I, I only want to ask you ones that I know the answer to. So I can, I, I can, I tell, can, you, I can tell you a few of the weird Do you want to quiz one for me? Let me see if uh, I can do Michigan. Um, Lansing? Yeah. It is? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. cool. I know like two places in Michigan. Um, but that's funny. I took that same test and yeah. I remember thinking, oh, what a waste. I'm never <laughs> going to go to any of these states. But you, living in Egypt, you must have felt like this is totally useless. Yeah, but I was actually interested because I usually like like geography in general. Like I find it intriguing to learn about like uh, where things are and like where certain states are and where certain countries are around the world and the capital of this this country and the capital of this country. So overall, yeah, it wasn't too bad for me. Like I liked. Did overall. you get to visit some of these states? Uh, yes, I did. In fact, uh, I visited Texas, uh, Dallas, to be specific. Uh, went there for a camp for a month, and I went to, I went to New York City as well with my family, and then uh, I also went on a school trip to Philadelphia and Washington D.C. in the same trip. We went okay. To both. Okay. What do you remember? What's like a highlight you can tell us? Going to the U.S. for the first time. Uh, f from all the trips? Or just from uh, one. Maybe you can select one. I don't know. The, the most memorable trip for me, because I was the oldest as well, was uh, New, New York uh, City. And I went there with my family. I just remember seeing all the bright lights of Times Square and all that. That was very memorable. The hotel was amazing as well. And, I, and I also, I felt like it was, it was super like busy. And I felt like... The main thing that I got out of it was that it was exactly, I felt like it was exactly like the movies. I felt like the movies would be unrealistic, but I actually felt like it was exactly like it. Wow, that's very interesting. Let's get back to the music. We're going to play another set of your music. Do you have a suggestion for us? Uh, yes, this one, this one's another cheerful song. It's, it's a song that, that was, uh, it, it like, it basically in Egypt, it was like ruling it was on top of all the charts and everything. Everyone was listening to it, dancing to it in Egypt. And uh, this song is called Mahragand bin Tigiren. Okay, let's get right into that. This is Tracks from Abroad. We're talking and listening today, songs and stories of Egypt. <laughs> 
كعبك محلني والعود عن شغلالة نعنايا وانا في المكان في خلق حواليا مش عايز حد ياخد باله من اللي انا فيه شفت القمر سهرني لاليا وهموت عليك رب العالم بيا سيب شباكك مفتوح ليه ليه تقفلي محلي محطوط على كريمة كعبك محلي والعود عن الكيمة عليك بس تخلي العقل مجنون دوبت قلبي بخطوة من رجلي سحبت روحي سابتني وراحت لي أنا ليك وبيك ومعاكي لازم أكون Before this next song, I want to explain where it comes from. This is a Canadian Egyptian born in Cairo, living in Quebec. His name is Manuel Tadros. And he does this song with Cirque du Soleil. And for some reason, they're singing in Spanish. So it's really a, a mixture of, uh, of influences here. But Manuel Tadros from, Quebec, from Egypt, living in Quebec. This is him right now on a song with Cirque du Soleil called Querer. Thank you. 
Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. My name is Jesse McDougall. Today we're doing a fun, fun show on Egypt with Kareem. 
Right now we are in downtown Toronto broadcasting, thinking of some good questions. Here's a question that came to mind. We had in the U.S. the January 6th insurrection, Kareem, which brought us close to what might have looked like a regime change. Uh, thankfully not, but your country did go through a change of this sort. This was 2011. Yeah, so during 2011 there was an Egyptian revolution where lots of people would uh, go down to the streets and protest, and there was lots of violence going on because they were protesting against a dictator who has been in Egypt for uh, 30 years. Uh, but I remember during that time, I was around eight years old, and during that time, you couldn't leave your house at all. Uh, there was no internet, no nothing. And then I remember uh, during that time, uh, everyone from like our apartment building and the apartment building next to us would go down in the street and just stay there to like basically guard the area and make sure that nothing, like all the residents there would guard the area and make sure that nothing's going on. But since I was a child, it's mostly my parents doing that, and I was on the side. It was men in general, so mostly my dad. And then I was, I, I used, to, I'd play football like uh, with my friend or soccer uh, with, with uh, my friends, like the neighbors uh, in the streets, basically, and it was fun. But then uh, you couldn't, you couldn't go out at all. Basically, all restaurants were closed. Uh, I remember once at the very end when it was starting to be less tight, I went to a friend's house, and it was also weird, like going and coming back. So, yeah, that, that was my experience from it. Since I was a child, like, I didn't know everything political going on, but, like, that's my experience from it. Uh, do you ever think you would go back to Egypt? Uh, yes, definitely. Egypt is always home for me. My friends and family are there. So, definitely, I'd love to go back to Egypt and hopefully uh, open a business there someday. That's cool. And tell us about your, your school at U of T. Uh, what year are you in? Uh, I'm I'm in second year. I'm doing a summer semester here, uh, taking a, currently taking a taxation class. Uh, oh, yeah. Taxation. That's yeah, what's up. Canadian taxation. I'm nothing better. That. Nothing better. Yeah. So uh, and so far, yeah, I've enjoyed my studies here. Even though it's it's kind of tough, I feel I feel like I've been able to find a good balance between uh, like uh, leisure time and studying as well. Uh, I like I like I like having an Egypt, Egyptian friend group as well as like uh, fr like friends from everywhere in the world that I've met from here. So I like the balance that I've uh, yeah. I've struck with. Yeah, that must be nice because. You know, for me, meeting somebody from my area of the U.S., we probably share some similar experiences. But it must be very different because Canada's pretty close to the U.S. You're coming from much further away. so Yeah, it does nice. make sense. Yeah, and we're very similar. Like most of our friends, we're very similar in terms of like the places we know, uh, things we did in Egypt and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything else we should add at the end of this show to, uh, to talk about Egypt? Uh, I don't know. I, I just like, I have to add a touch for... I'd like to talk about the, the beaches in Egypt. The yeah, beaches yeah. in Egypt. I love the beaches in Egypt. The uh, beaches here in there. Canada, in Ontario, are lacking. I'll yeah, tell you that. Yeah, that's they're, true. They're but it's great. tough because of the ge geographical constraints. Yes, so, yes, yeah, yes. But in Egypt, I just love, I love the beaches there and the weather there. I feel like it's very well-rounded in terms of the weather. It's like never too cold. It might be too hot, but <laughs> it's okay. We can bear with it. But then the beaches there, every summer I love going to the beach there. Uh, there are so many different beaches as well. There's the Red Sea and Mediterranean Sea. Uh, Med the Mediterranean is my personal favorite. And uh, what I've gathered so far from like traveling to different places with beaches, I, I don't think anything beats the Egyptian beaches. Yeah. I personally don't think so. The whole world. So yeah. you've been to some nice beaches, but you say yeah. Egypt is all time. Yeah, I've been to like, I've only been to a few. But so far, Egypt's been the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a nice image to end on. I would love to visit an Egyptian beach and to just, just visit the country in general. Yeah, you should come for sure. Yeah, nice. yeah. I'll, I'll let you know about everything there. And 
Yeah, I'll make sure you have fun there. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Kareem, for coming on Tracks from Abroad and talking about the country of Egypt. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, I, I appreciate you were a great host and I appreciate having the opportunity and just to improve people's images of Egypt. That was another Canadian track right there by the Toronto band Al Kuaha. Kuaha. Yeah. Anyway, you can uh, find all of the tracks, all of the songs from this show on tracksfromabroad.com. Or you can go to our Instagram page, tfa.radio. Always putting up some fun photos there and and some behind-the-scenes things. Um, Next week, we're going to do a great show. It's going to be on Israel, and the Toronto Jazz Festival is coming up right here. And so there's a band called Jaffa Road that's playing in the festival. Jaffa Road I got to interview uh, not long ago, and they they do a, I think it's called a Jewish, radical Jewish fusion music, something, again, I had never heard before until this show. So I'm thankful to be able to uh, experience those sounds. Uh, We have one more song coming up before we end um i don't know what else can i say here man um hey thanks for listening i think that's the best thing to say thank you very much for listening 8 a.m saturdays tracks from abroad we'll see you next time in israel If you're into this Arab music, I'd also suggest two other shows that I did, one on Lebanon, one on Lebanon and Syria, with an interview with a great band called Kaz Dura. You can check that out, tfa.radio on Instagram.
قالوا مش شطارة تكتم في نفسك ولا من رجولة كتر الكلام طب عمارة انت حناجب وامتى حنكون في عينك تمام يا دنيا علمينا ما تعلمش علينا لو عايزة تفهمينا او تقولنا كلمة دين ونيوم بالهداوة من غير قفش وغباوة وبدل ما تتوينا ما تورينا الضحكة شوفنا بلاوي والقلب غاوي في الدنيا دي مرازية قلبت علينا ولا سفينا منها ظلم وقاسية يا دنيا علمينا ما تعلمش علينا لو عايزة تفهمينا او تقولنا كلمة دين واليوم بالهداوة من غير قفش وغباوة وبدل ما تورينا الضحكة فين يا دنيا علمين 